In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A number of years ago, Deborah and I took a vacation down to Florida, and we went this time to Okeechobee, Florida. And uh, they have, it was in December, and I don't know if this is a Christmas parade or what, but it, it was a big deal. They had the, the boats were all lit up on the canal, and the floats were coming down the street. And I was having a little fun. There was uh, young, uh, pretty girls on all the floats, and I was having a little fun with them, giving some them, them some instruction on uh, what I call the beauty queen wave. So when they would come by, I would go like this. You know, they were kind of waving all over the place. And I, I showed them the beauty queen, and I went like this. And then they started doing it. And it embarrassed Deborah, of course, but I was having a lot of fun with it. And every time I uh, think about that parade uh, and think about how it matches up with the Palm Sunday parade, today's Palm Sunday, and Jesus had his own parade. And if Jesus had had me there or somebody like me, maybe we could have shown him how to do the Messiah wave. And I don't know what that would have looked like. Maybe a, a V for victory or maybe, a, a, you know, just a, a fist in the air or maybe a hand over your heart or a, a something, some, some kind of Messiah wave. And if he'd had a good PR man, he could have done better things because, I mean, he was just riding along on that little donkey and he was silent and said nothing. People were waving their branches and they were cheering, putting their cloaks down in front of him. And Jesus is just riding along saying nothing. And, you know, he could have had a, a, a new tricked out chariot or uh, maybe a, a white stallion. He could have ridden in on something. Because Jesus, he had good stage presence I mean, the, the last week's sermon or a couple weeks ago on the cleansing of the temple shows us that, you know, he had that. And he could be a spellbinder when he wanted to. His teaching was uh, impressive, and people were amazed at, at how he taught them. If he'd have just had a, a, like a Dale Carnegie course on how to win friends and influence people, he could have done a lot better. But, of course, he wasn't interested in that. He didn't want to be a, a sideshow attraction or whatever people wanted. He came as the humble servant king, and riding on the little donkey and saying nothing was part of that. There were probably two different camps of people who were doing the waving of the palm branches. On the one hand, there were the people who were interested in Jesus doing signs and miracles and more parlor tricks there you know uh, when, when he fed 5,000 people and and uh, the lame walk and the deaf hear and the blind see and and he had just done uh, raising Lazarus from the dead and th that's impressive I don't care who you are so there was that group and a subgroup of that was what I called they wanted the bread king that is somebody who would meet all of their physical needs of food and lodging and and healing and everything like that kind of the, the Harry Houdina of the Holy Land Messiah and the bread king was a subsection of that group. And then there was the other group and that was, they wanted the military Messiah. This was the group that wanted Jesus to pull together all of the revolutionary groups and the zealots and, and others who wanted to throw Rome out. That Jesus could join them together and, and uh, make a powerful force and 
maybe do a miracle like Joshua with the walls came tumbling down in the Old Testament. Do something like that and throw the Romans out of Israel. And then Israel would have the golden era again, just like King David, a successful warrior, just like King David, except even better. So that camp wanted him to do that. The problem is Jesus was not there to do either one of those, be the uh, bread king and the, 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 the trick doer, nor was he the military man. Jesus came to be the servant king, and thus he disappointed both of those crowds. They were waving their palms and shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And then they found out that he wasn't going to do either one of those things that they expected and wanted and demanded. And it didn't take very long. And the shouts of Hosanna died out. And by the end of that same week, there were shouts of crucify him, crucify him. Today, we have a question to ask ourselves, and that is, when we wave our palm branches, we are processional and we waved our palm branches, which Messiah were we waving to? Were we waving to the Messiah who's going to do miracles for us? When we have somebody that we love who is uh, very sick, is he going to pull them out of that? Uh, are, are we going to you know, not lose our job? Are we going to you know, do all the the right things that happen in our lives? Is he going to be, in other words, the, the lucky rabbit's foot or the four-leaf clover of our lives and take care of all of our needs in that way? Or when we wave our palms, do we want the political Jesus, the one who sides with us in how we think the country should be run and how we think things should go uh, in the church, uh, the, the one who uh, is there to make sure that America is always first and that we're all taken care of? Is it that Messiah? Or are we here to wave our palms for the servant king Messiah? Because if we're here to do that, we're on the right track. But what that means is that we are going to subjugate our needs and wants to what God needs and what God wants. We're going to t look at what we think is a good idea second and we're going to look at what God thinks is a good idea first. We are going to know that, that everything that we do must relate to God and His will. That either, if we're waving our palms for the servant king, that means we're servant servants. And that means either Jesus is Lord of all, or He is not Lord at all. There was a pastor in Texas by the name of George Truitt. And he was dealing with a wealthy Texas oil man. And, and this guy said to him, he said, you know, 25 years ago I had nothing. And now he said, you know, you can look around in any direction you want. And I got, I got stuff for days. He said, in the, the north, uh, I've got grain. And in the east, I got timber. In the west, I got oil. In the south, I got cattle. He said, you can look in any direction you want. And I've got stuff. And he expected Pastor Truett to be pretty impressed with that. But Pastor Truett wasn't all that impressed. And he looked him right in the eye and he said, what do you have in this direction? And the guy lowered his head and he said, well, not much, I guess. Well, that's the part that's important. And on Palm Sunday, 
That's what we want to know. Are we waving our palms to say, you are Lord of all and you are Lord in my life and I will follow you no matter what and where. So maybe instead of teaching Jesus the uh, you know, Messiah wave or the beauty queen wave or so forth, maybe, maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe we should just take the sign, uh, the action that he already gave us and we could see that one on Good Friday. It looks like this and this and it sounds like this. It is finished. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.